All right, welcome to episode 15. Going to make this a quick one, sort of the old style, just going through the news. Uh, so first thing to talk about is that there was a major iOS flaw that actually affected multiple platforms, but main sort of impact or coverage was about the iOS issue. And it basically came down to man-in-the-middling legitimate traffic on iOS devices. So basically, um, the, the keychain is used um, as a security mechanism, obviously, on iOS. And um, malicious apps are not able to in intercept data that is going to legitimate applications uh, because of the defenses that are present within iOS. This is kind of a high-level overview, right? So um, what you can do when you man in the middle, and this is kind of similar to like a, a, a de-authentication attack on wireless or you know Bluetooth or something like that, where... Basically, what it would do is um, it turns out that you can delete keychain entries. So what this this attack would do is delete existing legitimate keychain entries. You could also create entries, which means you would create the entries uh, that are fake in the name of the legitimate app, and then you're basically receiving the the uh, content um, in the name of that legitimate one. So. Uh, this was a major flaw and it's um, currently being fixed. So a little bit more on the Chinese campaign against the US. Uh, so just wanted to bring this point home again with regard to what the Chinese uh, government is basically trying to do with regard to the uh, OPM hack and kind of just raise again the point that the OPM hack the related hacks, turns out there are many other sort of contractors that were part of that, that were also hacked. But the main concept here is all the related, well, in a lot of cases, unrelated, like all the health hacks, the United hack, um, all these health records that are being attacked. It's all part of one campaign. This is something I don't think enough people understand is there is one campaign being headed by this Chinese cyber army. And this is, you know, I, I don't know, 80, 95% validated. Uh, obviously, I don't know for a thousand percent for sure. But the idea is that this is one single campaign. It is one concept, one thing. And when all these little companies get hacked, or not little companies, but when these individual compromises take place, you know, it's, it's part of one thing. And this is what we have to understand. Like, this is a very organized, concerted effort. And the way it seems to be shaping up is that they're going after a, you know, a critical database of targets. So when you think about espionage, you think about CIA or whatever, KGB or Mossad. Basically, you have assets. You have resources that you could potentially reach out to and turn into producing assets, meaning you can, you know, leverage them to gain information, sensitive information based on their role or privilege or access or whatever, right? Now, part of the role, role of intelligence and the purpose of intelligence or the mission of intelligence is to find these people. You have to find out who you can potentially get close to and use to get into someplace, right? And this is really, really hard work. Now, what this whole China campaign has basically done is just blow that wide open. 
So we, we have, going back to the 80s, a massive database of every single person who's applied for a clearance, which is, of course, required to get access to sensitive information. And in order to give them those positions, we make them dump every sexual fetish, every friend, associate, every lover, every trip overseas, everything about their lives. They fill out pages and pages and pages on this stuff. It's a small book about their life, except for all the most intimate, most embarrassing things about it. This is a absolute recipe. It is the perfect document for this individual on how to manipulate them, how to blackmail them, how to do anything you can to control them is exactly what intelligence looks for, for leverage to use this person as an intelligence asset. And that is what the Chinese are doing. That's why they're hacking health records. That's why they're hacking all these companies where they can get this information, government networks or whatever. And with this big OPM hack, pulling the entire database of every single person with a clearance and all their dirty secrets. That, that's how big this is. They basically landed, and, and it was described this way. They talked to some intelligence people. They said this is the biggest, basically, intelligence breach that has ever occurred from a foreign government basically attacking us. And uh, it, I just cannot stress enough. I, I probably do another post about it. I'm sure lots of people have done great articles on it. But it's really startling to think about how big of a campaign um, they're actually putting together here, right? And it's part of a, it is a war strategy, right? Are they going to use it tomorrow? Probably not. But they're growing assets. They're harvesting information. So it's corporate penetration. It's, you know, R&D secrets. Like pretty soon they're going to have the same weapons that we have. They're going to have the technology advances. Anything we do that's really, really advanced, you know, in the Silicon Valley or whatever, they're going to be ahead of it, right? They have people working there in those companies. They're extracting information, blackmailing Chinese Americans uh, based on family back home. Like there's so many campaigns that are possible here. Um, yeah, so that's that. Really frightening stuff. Um, there was a breach at Recorded Future. Evidently a bunch of data was lost, which is disturbing because Recorded Future is basically like an open source intelligence kind of company, except for it's, it's a paid program, so it's not quite open source, but they're basically harvesting open source um, in a really professional way with a really professional tool. Um, I've never used the tool. I've seen it uh, a bit. I've heard a lot about it. Everyone who's seen it loves it. I called them up and asked for a demo and they're like, yeah, it's like $42 million for a um, one day demo license. And I was like, yeah, so I can't do that. So I guess I'll hang up the phone now. And they were nice about it. They're like, yeah, it sounds like you can't do that. So I'm going to hang up too. So that was disturbing. But anyway, they got evidently compromised or some data leaked. So that was one story. Um, amplifying car entry fobs. So evidently there's some more research coming out about hacking into cars, uh, not by attacking the car itself, but, you know, if you walk up to a modern car these days, oftentimes the fob in your pocket allows you to touch the door, open the handle. That's how my car works. 
And um, I'm always thinking about this. I'm like, this is just radio, folks. Like, that's a radio signal. Why is someone not capturing this thing and broadcasting it? And one good answer is, you know, it's interactive. It's it's not just one signal that you can capture and replay, but maybe there's interaction back and forth. I don't actually know the protocol. I'm somewhat curious about it. But anyway, someone uh, at Black Hat last year did this kind of uh, capture and was able to broadcast it over longer ranges, open some cars. And uh, there's some renewed interest around that. Might see some more at Black Hat or DEF CON this year, I imagine. But it, it just makes sense, right? If you have a radio signal that gives you access control and the whole thing is based on the fact that, oh, you have to be right next to it. Well, not if you increase the uh, range of the signal, right? Um, NSA in a GCHQ, uh, which is kind of the UK's NSA, has evidently been hacking AV software to gain access to, well, all sorts of data that they probably don't have rights to gain access to. Uh, this is a release from some recent Snowden documents. And uh, kind of more of the same, right? We, we know the, these groups are probably doing things that they shouldn't be doing, uh, along with doing the things they should be doing. And this is just more visibility that we're gaining from the Snowden documents. Uh, so also on the Snowden documents, there's been a rumor... Um, it kind of validated by a number of people. Uh, Schneier wrote about it as well. Looks like the Chinese and the Russians might have all of the Snowden documents. Everything that he went through, all that effort to be careful about, looks like they might have all of it. And uh, no one really thinks, or I, I don't think, and I don't think Schneier thinks that Snowden actually gave it to them. But the result is kind of the same, right? He gave it to a bunch of reporters and those reporters could be hacked, right? We're talking about China and Russia here. These are not small countries. They have access to resources. You know, you look what Clinton did with her emails. Like, what are these reporters doing? They're not, it's not Fort Knox. Not that that's secure, but it, it's not like they're going to be super resistant to being hacked by, say, Russia or China, especially China. So one way or another, the data got out, which, you know, I have to say, it's gotta be on Snowden's head, right? Because, or to some degree, right? Because you, when you put all this stuff out there, encrypted or not encrypted, right? You have rubber hose attacks. It's not like you can't find a rubber hose in China or, or uh, you know, Russia, you know? Doesn't matter if you have AES, you know, 5012 on your encryption, if the reporter has the password or someone the reporter knows, right? So when he put this package together, this bundle of docs together, he had to know that these people would be able to find it. Like just because he forgot the key, you know, if someone can get access to it, then someone can abuse access to it. So he's got to be freaking out and thinking that this is probably affecting his uh, legacy, you know. Um, it's just uh, a bit troubling. Um, Samsung is re-enabling Windows Update this week, which that's great news. Uh, it turns out they had a <laughs> update system that they thought was pretty cool, and unfortunately it disabled the Windows Update system. And this has been going on for some time, so 
evidently they're fixing that. A um, couple of other minor issues. Mr. Robot is a, uh, I think it might be a Showtime show. I, I'm not sure the exact timing, but there's a free episode on YouTube, or at least it was free on YouTube for a while. But um, it was a, uh, it, it's basically a show about hacking, you know, counterculture, societies like rigged against us, a lot of conspiracy theory stuff. It's basically, it's a TV show, okay? That, let me just be clear about that. It's a TV show. It's on Showtime. First episodes on YouTube. Reason I'm even mentioning it is because it is an unbelievably well-written InfoSec TV show. Like great writing. I did find an IP address that had like 367 as one of the octets. Kind of only goes up to 255, but I'm going to let that slide. The, the rest of the writing is phenomenal. And it's not just the InfoSec writing. It seems pretty well put together. If you're into InfoSec shows and you're super annoyed when they do crap writing, you might want to take a look at it. Um, I might be appearing on the Security Weekly podcast uh, within the next couple of weeks here. Um, that's uh, Paul Asadorian's show. Uh, probably going to be talking about IoT there. Also going to be at Black Hat this year. Uh, speaking with my buddy Jason on um, the Seclist project, which is uh, uh, one of my GitHub projects. Uh, he and I work on it together. We've been assembling it for a few years now. And we're doing a Black Hat Arsenal talk, which is basically where you talk about a tool, how you can use it, you know, in your day-to-day -day InfoSec life. And um, also speaking at DEF CON, just found out like last week um, while I was at EDC that I got accepted to speak at uh, DEF CON on IoT. Uh, so doing IoT, basically methodology, how to attack systems, uh, topic is actually surface area of attack for IoT. And uh, I think that's about it. And uh, thanks for listening. And I'll see you soon. Take care.